Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is your host, Michelle Bader. I'm sitting here with my good friend and co-host, Mark Massaro. How are you doing today, Mark? Doing well. How's it going with you? Pretty good. So it's been a little while since we podcast. So what's been going on with you? Oh my gosh. Seriously, so much. Like so much stuff. And uh, just to be honest, not too much good stuff. Um, oh, it's okay. You know? It's uh, it, it's been a lot. I don't even like know where to begin. So it's been like what two or three weeks, I think, since we mm-hmm. recorded our last podcast. And but um, let's keep it real. The title of this episode is actually "Let's Get Real." Let's get real. Let's get real. So really, not just like what you want to say to give the right answer of a widow of a year or whatever. Like really, what's been going on? We're gonna keep it real. Okay, let's keep it real. Let's keep it so, real. Um. I have had a lot going on, Mm -hmm. um, starting with, well, this isn't in chronological order as I I remember (laughs) it. So, um, my dog got out, she got hit by a car and that's been really difficult, um, Uh for many reasons. Um, it's, she has like internal bleeding and all kinds of stuff going on and we're still praying and hoping that she lives. And, um, it's been hard for many reasons. It's, it's been hard because my daughter is crying to me, asking me if I think she's going to live. And so hard. Um, I have to be honest with her that I don't know. And, um, it looks like she's in pretty bad shape and it's been really difficult. She's, you know, 10 years old and Mm -hmm. really good, healthy little dog. And just way before her time, you know, if if something Mm -hmm. happens and, um, she's never gotten out before. Um, well, I'd take that back. She got out one time, but she just ran down the street and I called her and she came back, but like mm-hmm. she's never gotten out before. And, um, it's been very difficult for me because right. she has open wounds on her. And that reminded me a lot of taking care of my wife mm. as weird as that is. I'm sure no. widows can understand that, yeah. but, um, yep. she's also been stuck in bed that also reminded me of taking care of my wife. She needs me to bring her water. She needs me to bring her food. And, um, that's, it's just brought me a lot of grief. Strangely, I didn't expect it, but I mean, it's so weird to even say it out loud, but we're getting real. So that's right. I'm being real. And, uh, I had some friends visit from Florida, which was amazing. He's my best friend, Mm. um, and his wife and their kids. And it was, you know, we were so excited about it. And the day before they got here, my air conditioner broke. Oh no. (laughs) It is on those days. It was 109, 108, 102, 104 and 99, I believe were the temperatures. And so it was 90 degrees in my house. Wow. Uh, everybody was sweating and, you know, I I understand that that's a first world problem. (laughs) Um, but where I live, it's like pretty necessary to have air conditioning. Um, Yeah. It's, it's miserable without it. Um, but I understand I'm blessed to have it to begin with, but you know, it was just spending money. I didn't plan on spending and my TV broke, my printer broke, like all these things just kept happening. And, um, I have other big stuff going on that I, you know, can't really discuss for other people's reasons, Mm -hmm. not because I don't want to keep it real, but it's just private information. Um, but you know, I have some, some changes in my life coming soon and, um, It's been very challenging, um, but I will leave it at that for now. Mm -hmm. What about you? What's been going on for you? Oh, yeah. For you. 
<laughs> it's been a big few weeks since we talked. Um, my kids all started school. My oldest started senior year, which brought me grief. Strangely, I wasn't expecting um, because it's like I, I had these flashbacks to when Hayden was born and Luke being there and like being there for kindergarten and being there for all the things. And I'm like, he should be here for mm-hmm. senior year. And so that, yeah. that was a weird one for me that hit me that I didn't think I would, it would. So that was a little bit sad for me. The same thing on the first day of school, my other kids started the next week, just kind of feeling that again, like, I wish he was here. You know, he was always kind of part of the first day stuff. Um, so that, I mean, it's good that they're back in school, but that was kind of hard. Um, a little bit of grief. Let's see. We went to the beach, um, Mm-hmm. which was also one of his favorite places. Um, so I had a like tiny bit of grief last year when we went there, there was a lot of grief, but, uh, my parents were at this condo we stayed at and had a lot of fun and just, um, just had good times. So like, kind of like a wrap up on summer, let's see, been paddleboarding a few more times with our guest Stacy from last time. She, mm-hmm. uh, she and I like to go paddleboarding and hang out I've actually spent a lot of time with her. And Did she fall again? Sorry, uh, she <laughs> actually, I think she did. Yeah. Yeah, she did. And I didn't get it. Like I She's didn't get awesome. a picture of it this time, but yeah, Stacy's awesome. And we also may be going to a podcast conference in October. Oh, nice. She wants to maybe start a podcast. So, okay. um, she'll be going with me to Phoenix. We're kind of working out the details right now. Very so cool. that's exciting. Kind of like thinking about that. Um, let's see what else has happened. I don't know, just life. Like there's a Mm -hmm. lot, you know, and just figuring out I'm not teaching this year. And so just figuring out like, you know, the direction I want to go with speaking and writing my book. Oh, I know big news. I started a TikTok. big news. (laughs) This is actually really exciting because I had a friend say, Hey, you know, if you want to like reach more widows and things like that, start a TikTok. So side note, go follow me at widow goals. And I have in like three weeks over 4,000 followers and I'm having so much fun. And I'm, it's not just about like, Oh, I'm getting TikTok famous, which my kids are like, they come to me for advice. Cause they're doing TikTok now. And they're like, are you just trying to get TikTok famous? I'm like, I'm trying to like build a community. I've met so many widows and so many people like, cause I, you know, try to point them to God. He's the reason I'm strong. Like I'm not mm. strong and like say that it's an inspiration to them. They, they love that you know, cause all I wanted to know is it will get better. Like we have an episode called it will get better. So I try to, that's like kind of a common theme. Like I do these funny dances and like, God's given me joy and blah, blah, blah. And, and they say that it inspires them that things will get better. I also posted a video like two days ago. Um, when we moved, I, I saw these boxes I hadn't unpacked. And the other day it was like all Luke's clothes, even though I've like got rid of a lot, there's still a lot. And I posted this video about I have grief when I see his clothes and so many people wrote to me about the grief they have when they see their spouse's things. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's been fun building this community where people are like, I get it. I get you. And, um, and then also just having fun with spreading an inspiring message and that you don't have to, because a lot of the other like widows I've seen on there are more sad. And they're like doing crying videos and like just posting sad things. And there is a time for that. Like I have posted some videos like of Luke, but it's more like to show what an awesome man he was. And, um, but a lot of people just have these sad stories anyways, started TikTok. So that's fun, inspiring. I feel like it's building this widow community 
um, yeah, so those are those are some of the things. So today we're really going to just talk about let's let's get real. You know, we kind of actually you had this idea um, of just talking about like what's going on, like for real, like we all have struggles. We wanted to share with the audience that yes, it does get better, but we are still human and we still have our struggles and it's okay to have those. And so Mark, what, what really inspired this for you, this topic? Well, to be perfectly honest, um, I have been having a lot of struggles lately, a lot of fears, a lot of worries, a lot of anxieties about what the next chapter in my life looks like. And, you know, like you and I were talking about earlier, it kind of seems like the first year of being widowed, you're kind of like in shock. And yeah, then, and it's like, you know, I was saying there's not really like a set timeline, but it just kind of seems like, you know, it's about a year of going through all the first things on your own and you're just kind of in shock and and now there's like this overwhelming feeling of like, well, now what, like, mm-hmm. what do I do now? And, um, I've just had a lot compiling, um, on, on me and it, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed mm-hmm. to do this podcast. And I was like, who am I to like, tell these mm-hmm. people how to find encouragement. And like, I'm not even following. I actually listened to one of our podcasts the other day on the home mm. way home from work. Cause I was feeling um, pretty discouraged and afraid and all the things that I tell people right. not to feel like the, you know, you just need to trust in God. And I was like, gosh, like, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not doing that right now in my life. And um, in, in, in many ways, I'm not abiding in Christ because if I was, I wouldn't be worried. God mm-hmm. doesn't want me to be worried. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I try to like read scripture to pick myself up. Like there's uh, this verse I found. Um, let me find it real quick. Uh, it's John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Mm, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And in previous podcast episodes, like I would tell somebody like, hey, like, listen to this. You have to do this. You have to not be afraid. You have to let not let your hearts be troubled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, like, I'm, this was my initial thought. And um, is that I was like, gosh, I'm being like a hypocrite because mm-hmm. I'm telling all these people to, you know, be these ultimate faithful Christian followers and that we're a testimony and I believe all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like just blown smoke, but like, it just made me like kind of take a step back and be like, wow, I need to like, listen to my own advice. Like I've been in the dumps and I've had all these things happen. It's not just the stuff I was mentioning and not like, you know, obviously my dog getting hit by a car is pretty sad. Yeah, It's not a big deal that my TV broke or my printer broke or my air conditioner broke. Those aren't big things. It just added to the overwhelming stuff I was feeling. And, um, like I said, it's not that I don't want to share stuff. It's just somebody else's business. And so I'm not going to get too personal with the thing, other big things going on in my life, which might sound unfair uh, for an episode called let's get real, but (laughs) it's just, it's stuff that's really been troubling me, really been um, causing me to be fearful Mm -hmm. and nervous about what comes next in my life. And um, here I am very afraid very nervous. And so honestly, I kind of, so to answer your question about what motivated me to want to do this podcast is selfishly, I wanted to do it for myself. 
and hope that it speaks to people and that, um, you know, the Holy Spirit can work through me and, you know, trying to be vulnerable mm -hmm. and transparent with people to see that, you know, we're not like super Christians or something, you know, like we're not like, it's not like God favors us extra special and we don't ever mm -hmm. feel pain or anything like that. And, um, you know, we just, we've been given a great gift from God to be able to accept and, and press forward. Right. And, um, but that's not always the case, right? I mean, right. that's not always how we're feeling. And so anyways, that was kind of, to answer your question, that was kind of my motivation for wanting to do this is that um, I just want to be transparent with people and be honest and be like, Hey, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the dumps right now. Like mm -hmm. my heart, my heart is hurting. And like, I, I don't um, not, I don't have faith as in a belief in God, but I've struggled lately with the faith that um, God is directing my path. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, really, like I was saying, if, if I've been, a, if I'm abiding in Christ, truly, from the truest depths of my soul, I won't be worried, because those aren't from God, mm -hmm. worry, anxiety, fears, like that's not from God. And I've, at some point, somehow allowed um, darkness to sort of consume me a little mm -hmm. bit and uh, fears is what I mean by that. And I wish that what I said in this Facebook post I made earlier, um, again, that I made for myself to try and, you know, mm -hmm. encourage myself is that I wish my, um, my heart and what I feel in my heart towards God, I wish that could speak to my anxiety and right. put it in its place and kind of explain why my anxiety is being silly and it doesn't belong here, but mm -hmm. I can't do that. So I'm just being real that like, I'm, I'm going through some tough times. So, you know, I, I would love to ask the beautiful people that listen to us, if they wouldn't mind um, praying for mm -hmm. me and for my heart and for my kids and I, and um, yeah. So anyways, what about you? What interested you in doing this episode? Well, I think that a lot of times in like Christian circles or church or whatever, we can, you know, just put on the face that everything's fine. Or even, even people ask, how's it going? Good. You know, I'm in mm -hmm. passing, but I think it's good to stop sometimes and be like, like what's really going on and to give people enough, like time to explain themselves not just like how are you doing good like to really be able to say what is going on and uh in this like this program i went through we talked about how people this is before like mass mass but like people wear masks over their face like with a smile or whatever and it's like uncovering like what's really behind that like what is mm. really going on and that's really what relationships within you know christianity should be we should want to get under the mask and see what's really going on and care enough, like give people enough time to like really explain what it is. So I just, I think it's a topic that we, we don't always address in that we, you know, we as in general, but I think it's also good, you know, within this podcast to say like, we are doing like good, but we still have our times. Like mm -hmm. overall, I think you and I have, are doing good for the time, you know, amount of time we've been through and the things we've been through, but we have, 
our seasons and like we might go like you and I like sometimes go through different seasons at different times mm. like you might be having a harder grief season and I'm doing good or the opposite has been true too and so I think it's important to stop and be real like I guess something I could be real in is kind of just feeling lost as far as like the future because I don't know exactly what I'm doing, like with a job, I don't know who I'm going to marry in the future. Like those kind of things, like, you know, you and I had talked about earlier are like big, big unknowns. And to have like two big unknowns for me, it's like, it's a huge thing to mm-hmm. not know like what my future is going to look like with somebody and not know what I'm doing as far as like um, where I'm going. And so, yeah. Feeling like I feel pretty good as far as I don't have a lot of grief. Like I said, it comes like little bits here and there. Um, but it's more like, what is my purpose in life? And, you know, like we've talked about, like, are we reaching people? Are people getting encouraged? Which thank you so much for the feedback. We've had a lot of great feedback. We were just kind of going over some of that tonight, which encourages us. So thank you for the people that have taken the time to write reviews or send us emails, Um, send us Facebook messages, Instagram messages. We really appreciate that because um, it helps us to know that we are reaching people, but I guess, you know, just keeping it real that I struggle sometimes and I feel lonely sometimes. And um, I, I get sad and, you know, all the things, or I might feel sorry for myself. Like I don't ask for this life, (laughs) you know? Um, But, but I think it's what, what you do with it. Yeah. Hashtag truth. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag widow life. <laughs> Anyways, um, so <laughs> you gotta laugh. You gotta laugh, right? You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. Um, so it's really just like, yeah, keeping it real that these things. Okay, what I was gonna say, it's like what you do with these feelings and like these like hard times. Do you stay in it or do you press forward? And I know both of us have a lot of perseverance. And a lot of like pushing forward. And then like going back to what we say, call on your tribe, call on your people when you're having a hard time and say, I'm struggling. You know, I even did a TikTok about this the other day. I did a real quick TikTok about calling your tribe, like make your group of people send messages to them. Like, Hey, I need help with this or whatever. And just keep it real with people and your real friends and family, like will want to know what's really going on that it's, yeah you know, it's not, um, it's not always peaches and cream. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I always have these, um, you know, like I've said in that episode, we did call on your tribe that I am always hesitant, Mm. even though I've had so many people tell me like, I'm always here for you. I'm just a phone call away. And, um, like my, my good friend, Chris, he's always reaching out to me and he always tells me like, Hey man, if you ever need to talk, I'm just a phone call away it's still difficult for me Mm. because I want our relationship to be mutually beneficial. And I don't want to just, I don't want to just like call somebody to say I'm having a hard day because Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, still at my core, it's like, it's scary. You know, and my mother-in-law has told me so many times, we've actually had some good conversations lately. And she's told me like, call me, like, call me. Right. Like I miss Lacey too, all the time. Like, call me. I'd love to talk about it. And 
so it's still so hard for me to just randomly pick up the phone and right. say, I'm going to call someone and say, I'm having a tough day. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, because of our conversation the other day, she randomly texted me and said, Hey, I have some free time tonight. Would you want to chat? And I was like, nice. that'd be awesome. And yeah. I was actually having a really tough day. And I was like, that'd be awesome. And we ended up talking for, I don't know how long, but it was like well over an hour, I would guess. And it was great. We covered a lot of topics and just, you know, we're kind of there to listen for each other. And um, I really appreciated it. It's, it's been very um, touching for me to still have that relationship with my in-laws. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really been tough and scary. And um, I felt like a hypocrite. I felt embarrassed. I felt even embarrassed, like telling you what I was mm-hmm. feeling. Um, because I was like, gosh, I feel like I'm sitting here and doing this podcast and telling people to be encouraged in the Lord and to be strong and be faithful. And yet I'm sitting here like worried and anxious and nervous and scared. And But that's um, real. It's okay. It is real. It is real. Yeah. I mean, I never um, meant if I did, I, I was going to say I never came off, but maybe I did, but I never meant to come off as somebody who's like, you know, a know-it-all and no, like, does no. never have my own pain or anything like that. I just, I feel, I try to be more of like, listen to the message and not the messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know what I'm saying a lot of times is truth. It's, these are true things. Like, so I see this Bible verse right here. Um, first Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And I see that and I'm like, yeah, like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to work for the Lord today and I'm just going to go out and do something nice for somebody and, you know, spend really good quality time with my kids, whatever it might be that I'm like, I'm going to produce fruit today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, an hour and a half later, I'm forgetting that that was my goal for the day and I'm worried again and I'm starting to think about things again Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my gosh what am I going to do and you know um but it's just real that's just real and it's you know I mean having a dog get hit by a car and having that cause me grief was really weird and I don't expect people to understand that right but um you know if, if there's uh gentle ears listening you might want to tune out at this point um because i'm going to share something that's a little bit graphic um but my wife was stuck in bed and so part of the part of the things i had to do to take care of her was i had to move her uh, often so that she wouldn't get bed sores and um i remember the time that the nurse came over here and pulled off her Mepilex pad that was like a a, basically a a really fancy Mm band-aid um that was designed to prevent help prevent the bed sores and when she peeled it off like I just watched the skin just peel off with it and just reveal this horrible wound and she had a bed sore and Mm -hmm. um I'm sorry. And I'm sorry to be gross, but it's just, it's what I saw. It's what I went through. And so I'm just being real. And, 
she had a big hole in her back. Mm. It was actually two of them. There were these big holes and it was, I'm sorry, but it was gross. And I don't do well with that stuff. And right. the right. nurses also told me that like, if she gets a bed sore, like it usually leads to death. Really? Um, oh. Yeah. Cause it goes, to, uh, I forgot what, well, and, and, and that they staged them. Like, you know, it could be like a stage one where the skin's just like red and like a little yeah. broken. That's like a stage one wound mm. or whatever. And it goes, I think it goes to like stage three. Um, it's like the, and hers was like the worst right off the bat. And they said, yeah, because it goes septic and then that gets oh, in your bloodstream right. and it kills you. And, and the problem is, is she's like, she can't stay off of it to heal it. She has oh, to, right. you know, because she was like, you know, I mean, she had multiple broken bones in her back. She had a broken hip. Um, one of the things that I have never shared in the podcast, I don't believe, but um, I had to like constantly move her um, from side to side and, you know, reposition her whole body. I had to lift her up and, you know, very delicately mm -hmm. reposition her whole body. And um, again, this is pretty graphic, but one of the times I was moving her, her, um, sorry. It's okay. Um, her femur bone snapped in my hand. Mm. And so then I was no longer, it, in addition to everything that did to me, I can't tell you what it felt like to have her biggest bone in her body snap in my right. hand like a twig. Oh, right. And it seriously, it was like, I was so gentle with her too. I was, oh, I understood. And I was so gentle and cautious and it just broke. And oh, um, so, hard. so then I, you know, I couldn't roll her anymore. I couldn't move her anymore mm -hmm. because she was out of options. She had a broken hip on one side. Now she had a broken femur on the other side. She had five broken bones in her back. There was nothing I could do. It was like just inevitable that like, this is it she's going to get bed sores because I can't move her. And um, so, yeah, the bed sore did develop. And um, actually she had such an incredible nurse that she was like an expert. She said she was the best at dealing. She was the self-proclaimed best at dealing mm. with bed sores. And she actually did um, heal it. Honestly, she, well, God um, healed it, but you know what I mean? Right. She, right. She did all the right steps and, and then changed the pad, pad so frequently and, she handled it and did it, but it was, so anyways, the whole point of telling all of that was that, um, seeing these big wounds on my dog, right. Which I don't know if my brain had blocked out right. those things I saw because there was a lot, I mean, that's really scratching the surface of right. all the things that I saw over the course of a year, but particularly the last few months, um, of just, yeah. Um, but seeing my dog laying in bed with this massive gaping wound, um, uh, the size of a quarter and probably a good quarter inch deep. I mean, just a crater yeah. gross. And I'm sorry to be so gross, but I'm just, okay. I'm just being real with what I've been going mm -hmm. through. And it just immediately, I had what, um, I don't want to take anything away from the people who actually have flashbacks, like veterans that have PTSD right. and stuff like that. But I definitely have a form of PTSD. 
Um, I don't know a lot about the Uh science behind that, but I know that I had a flashback and remembered watching it peel away and I just broke down and it was over my dog. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I love my dog. I care for my dog, but my dog's not my wife. And it really like broke me and it shocked me. And then it was like, I don't know. It was just really hard to like, accept that that was happening. I was like, this is my dog. Like this isn't her, but it just, it brought me back to that place, to those feelings. And I just, I remembered all these feelings that I forgot about of what it felt like to live in that moment and the fear and the, the disbelief that my wife was like literally falling apart Mm -hmm. in front of me. And, um, it's really hard to process. It's, right. it's really hard to like share with somebody because there were a lot of people, we had a lot of, a lot of beautiful friends who served and came by our side. Nobody saw a 10th of what I saw. Right. And that's not, you know, of course, I mean, I was her main caregiver. I was her husband. Of course I saw more than anybody, but like what others saw wasn't even no matter who it was, no matter how much they came, nobody saw what I saw. And it was, it was horrifying to be honest. And so here I am thinking about this stuff today. And again, I feel like here we're supposed to record this podcast and like, I'm broken, I'm broken. And I'm telling other people to trust in God to not be broken. And it's okay. This is where you're at. We're keeping it real. Like we are going through this along with our listeners. Yeah. You know, it's, it's where we're at and it's part of the grief journey is you're going to have those things that bring you back, like right back to the moment. And it's difficult, but I think it's good. What we feel we can heal. Right. (laughs) And so you've got to feel it and not suppress it. And I think by opening up today, I think it's going to help other people to know it's okay to not be okay. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's okay. It's part of the process. There's no right or wrong. It's not magical. You passed a year. You should be good. Like there's no timeline. And I think it's really good that you're, you're opening up and sharing. Um, I thought of something to keep it real. That was really difficult for me. This is a random moment, but, um, our toilet was plugged. Okay. We'll just <laughs> keeping it real. Um, the kid's bathroom, there's always is plugged and I'm sitting there with a plunger. I'm like on the toilet. I'm in a dress. I'm like, <laughs> like trying. And I'm like, why do I have to do this? And I'm like, just totally like plunging it over and over. And I'm like, why? Cause Luke would always do all this stuff. You know, it was right. just like another one of those moments that I was like, like, I'm like sweating and I'm like trying and actually Haley got it unclogged. Cause she finally nice. came and was like, just do this. But it was the point of like, my friends don't understand because their husband would do it in a second, like all of those things. Yeah. And so it yeah. was just like another real moment for me. Like, this is my life. Like if something breaks, I have to fix it or find someone, which I do have great like brothers and dad around to help, which is awesome. But like, 
Oh my gosh, I almost cried the other day when the fire, um, what's it called? Oh, I still need to put it back. Smoke um, detector. Smoke, smoke detector mm-hmm. <laughs> um, was going off nonstop all day. I put batteries in it like five times. It was a different one, not this one, like five times. And it kept going off. And I'm like, this is what Luke, Luke took care of these. I didn't have to. And I ended up, my brother's a firefighter. I called him. He's like, you have to push the reset button and then it will. But it was like all day, beep, beep. You know, that annoying sound oh, yeah. all day. And the kids are like, we're not going to be able to sleep <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. i unplugged my mine's unplugged in the hallway too okay yeah i have one then, in all my bedrooms and stuff and but yeah i just yeah. have to unplug and this one just needs another it. my brother's like get another battery and put it up but the other one anyways it was another one of those moments like i shouldn't have to do this this is what luke did and like it was just like <clears throat> there are these real moments or anything that has to do with the car for me or like the the backyard like i showed you it was like jungle growing out there like all of these mm-hmm. weeds and that was luke's department it's like all of these things like they come back at different times and i think for me it's easy to get in that like this isn't fair like that's yeah. where my mind goes for a few minutes is like this isn't fair that i have to do this i didn't sign up to like be mom and dad and mm-hmm. like yeah so i have those moments too where there's just things that are just like what you know, and then the other thing that happens to me, and I, just, I think I was trying to explain it to somebody who's not a widow who doesn't get it, but like, and I know you and I have talked about this when it just like all of a sudden, it's <coughs> like, me. it hits you that they're gone. Like, you know it, but it's just like, whoa, like I'll be laying in bed. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's really gone. Mm-hmm. Like it's been 15 months, almost 16. I know this. Yeah. 16 in a few days. Like, I know this, it's almost been a year and a half, but it'll just in these moments. And then I had another weird grief day the other day. I just, um, it actually started weirdly enough from the verse of the day. It was about um, mourning. And then I started looking at pictures and then I had these albums out. And I was just like bawling. This is last Saturday, I think just looking at pictures of Luke with the kids when they were little. And like, I just was going down memory lane and like, and I was just like touching his picture and crying and like, I miss you. I miss you. And like, it was weird. Like that one hit me. It had been like six months or something since I'd had that moment. And I was looking at anniversary pictures and just like all of this stuff. And it can just hit you like that. Like, whoa, it's hard to explain, but I know you get it. I know our listeners get it where it's just like, it becomes reality again that they're gone. Yeah, I saw a memory on Facebook that um, because yesterday we would have been together 18 years. Wow. And uh, I got this memory where I was, you know, praising her and our marriage and our relationship and how happy I was. And I clicked the original post and saw her comment on Mm. there. And it was like, you know, I'm just so happy to be doing anything in life with as long as you're by my side and I can't mm. wait to grow old together oh, and that's hard. all these things. And I was just like, wow, like, I mean, praise God for her, you know, that she's right. in heaven. I was having a moment at the DMV the other day where I was just like, whoa, like she's in heaven. It was like what right. you were talking well, yeah, about. Yeah. Like it, it just like, hits you whoa, sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> not here. Like, yeah. You know, what's sweet though, is I see so much of her and my daughter yes she is always daddy can I make you breakfast I'm like she's eight and she's, she's like so sweet I'm like really like you don't need to make me break like I, I should be serving you honey she's like well you know what I always say I've never heard her say this before it was so cute she's <laughs> like you know what I always say making others happy makes me happy oh I was like 
well, so I mean, sweet. sure, I'll take a bagel and cream cheese. <laughs> you know? Yes. She made me a little sandwich out of bagel and cream cheese. And um, she always calls it sour cream. Oh, that's um, cute. <laughs> but, you know, so I wanted to just, because I wanted to do this live, so to speak, um, yeah. for people to hear. And so, like, I'm going through these struggles and I want to lift myself out of it. And because I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel worried. I don't want to feel fear. I don't want to feel anxiety. And I don't want my kids to feel it. You know, I do a pretty good job of disguising. Um, mm. And now don't get me wrong. I'm very open and honest with them. But at the same time, they don't need to know that I'm grieving at certain moments. You know, it's just, it just doesn't do anything. Um, but so I, what I do, and this is just to like show people what I do in these moments right. and what you do. And we've talked about this stuff, but like, I want to have courage. I want to be courageous. And, you know, it's because I feel like that's kind of the opposite of like fear and anxiety is to be, be courageous. And so I will Google or I use a different search engine, but I will duck, duck, go is my search engine. <laughs> really? Uh, so funny yeah. And uh, I will, because they don't track you like Google. So if anybody doesn't know oh, that, like, I didn't I, know. Because all of a sudden I don't get these random ads from Facebook anymore right? that are like exactly oh, what I was just talking about. That's or why. Okay. So, it, you know. know, there's many reasons, but anyways, um, total side note there, duck, duck, go. but okay. <laughs> I Googled, I'm sorry. I duck, duck, go. <laughs> duck, duck, um, go. Doesn't have Bible break. <laughs> on being courageous. Oh, that's good. And these verses come up. You know, I usually go to this one. It's called like Bible study tools is usually mm -hmm. one of the ones that pops up and there'll just be a bunch of verses on being courageous and I'll just come through and read them. First Corinthians 16, 13, be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Mm -hmm. Psalm 27, 14, wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And then, you know, it just goes on and on like that. Um, there's just so many overhearing what they said mark 5 36 jesus told him don't be afraid just believe mm -hmm. and uh this is what i do this is what i do yeah, this is how i great. get out of the funk and it works it really works and i all of a sudden i'm like yeah like yeah i don't why am i afraid why am i afraid? if if something happens to my dog i will deal with it at that time right. i will you know why am i afraid that i have to tell my daughter that our dog died well because that'll be hard but you know what god will provide for me in that right and if that's his will but like what is worrying about it gonna do it's not gonna do me any good what is right. worrying about other situations in my life gonna do it's not gonna do me any good it's not gonna produce any fruit um i need to just pray and lean into him that like guide me guide me lord like what do you want me to do how do you want me to handle this situation put it on my heart and just believe that he will. And so I'm, I'm kind of talking myself out of this funk right now that I'm just yeah. like, you know, like, it's going to be great. Because like I've said before, it's such a beautiful thing in these moments. No matter what, my salvation is mm, secure. Yeah, my salvation in Christ is secure. I am going to heaven. Mm -hmm. No matter what trials I face. True. It's good. No matter what, I'm going to heaven. I'm spending mm -hmm. an eternity with God the Father. That's happening. That's mm -hmm. real. That has already been paid for, purchased, and can't be returned. It's happening. And I'm just like, great. 
okay, so I just got to figure out this little span of time between birth and heaven. And, you know, every day, my friend shared something with me that he has up my friend, Chris, the one I was talking about earlier, great friend. Um, He sent me a picture of something he has above his computer monitor at his desk at work. And it says one day closer to eternity. Mm, That's good. I'm like, whoo, man, that spoke to me on a deep level. Yeah. I've thought about that so many times since he's, I'm like, one, one day closer, one yeah. day closer, one day closer. And that's so good. You know? Yeah. So, um, there's just so many, I mean, Philippians 128 without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you, this is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, um, sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved and that by God. And it's just, you know, you just go through these and on anything you want. And I'm sure a lot of people know that. I'm sure a lot of people do that. But just in case you don't, maybe it helps one yeah, person. That's good. Whatever you're feeling or whatever you aspire to feel, uh, search it. Bible mm-hmm. verses on blank. Yeah, that's good. Bible that's... verses on faith. Bible verses on being uh, depressed, being sad, having anxiety. Mm-hmm. You will find something. And like you've mentioned before, actually, because in one of the podcasts I went back and listened to, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned about um, going in the Bible app and that mm-hmm. you can search anything yeah. you want and yep. it'll give you a study. Yeah. Um, devotionals about a devotional. Yeah. yeah. And it could be, it could be a week long. It could be yeah. three days long. It could be two weeks long. That's been very helpful. And Definitely. Great. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to share something I do to get out of the funk. Um, so if I'm like kind of stuck in a funk and I've talked about it before, but I just did it again recently. It was really good. It's when I go on a walk, like, cause we kind of live like out in the country for now. And, um, I it's, it's like where I actually like leave my phone, which I never leave my phone, but I leave my phone, take the dog and just go. And like, I talk Literally, I'm talking out loud the entire time and I'm talking to Jesus the entire time, like a regular conversation. And it helps me so much. And I just feel like, I don't know, it just really works for me to like, get me out of this funk. And like, instead of just, I mean, it's good. There's a time and a place to talk to your friends and all that, but knowing that I'm talking to someone who can do something about it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like, here's what's going on. Here's what I'm feeling. I know you care about every single thing that I'm saying right now. Like help me with this situation, help me with this situation. And by the end of the walk, like it's usually 20, 30 minutes, maybe longer. I feel so much better because I've given, I've taken my worry. It's, it's part of that abiding in Christ and everything, like taking it and giving it to him. And Mm -hmm. then, and then it's like trying to keep it there instead of like, Oh no, I'm going to take that situation, you know? So just taking that, like, here you go, God, like, here you go. You know, um, I either say, you know what? I listened to a sermon that talked about like, um, Jesus, the Holy spirit, God, anyways, he talked about like, um, calling on the Holy spirit a lot. Like the Holy (laughs) spirit is our intercessor and all that. So I've started, it doesn't really matter like what you say, but I've started being like, okay, Holy spirit. And instead of saying the Holy spirit, he talks about saying Holy spirit, like it's the name, you know, like Holy Mm. spirit. And so I'm just like, okay, Holy spirit, come on, let's walk with me. And like, and I do the same thing in the car. Like you do also, um, I don't have a commute anymore. So it's, I mean, sometimes after I drop off the kids, but more recently, it's just been like taking these walks and leaving it all. Like where I just tune everybody out. I don't have anybody needing me at that moment. I have no phone interrupting me. 
I'm not checking my TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like on this walk and it, it feels so personal. I think that's what I really want people to understand Christianity. Like it's not a religion. It's a relationship. Like it's not like all of these rules, just like a list of rules. It's because God cares about us and he has a reason for these, you know, rules and like all of this stuff. And it's about relationship and just like really building that one-on-one time. And I want to challenge you listeners to do this, whether on your commute, on a walk or whatever, like try to just at least do like a couple minutes out loud praying. I think it makes all the difference. Like, I feel more like I'm really having a conversation. I mean, I do it in my head all the time. Like I pray all day long off and on, but like having that focused, like I'm going to pray out loud and see what it does for you and see how it helps you. It's a great idea. So that's my little challenge for you is to do that. And then also challenge you to do what Mark said and look up verses, go, go duck them or whatever. Go, go duck the verses. Almost duck, duck, go. Never mind people like duck, duck, goose. Oh, not go, go duck. Okay. And so I just did it on the sideline. You mentioned that. um, And it reminded me. We've mentioned this verse before, but I couldn't remember what verse it was. I just duck, duck, go it. Duck, duck, go it. I'm, okay. I'm giving them a lot of, uh, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> Are you getting them, sponsored? We need Are we going to get paid from them? But it's <laughs> Jesus also invited people to cast their cares on him. Ooh, Come okay. to me, all you who are weary and burdened, mm-hmm. and I will uh, give you rest. Yes. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And then it goes on to say, Jesus calls us to come to him and cast our cares or burdens on him. When we do, the promise is that we will find rest for our souls. Mm -hmm. The assurance is based on who he is. Mm -hmm. We can come to him with any of our concerns in prayer. And while the burden may stay still exist, our souls will find rest as we trust in him to help, <clears throat> to help us carry it and also sustain us through the trial. Mm. And, uh, you know, I need to remember this myself um, because it's very, as we've mentioned before, and now you're seeing it, it's very easy to lose sight of the ways that God has been carrying you. And to quite frankly, or just to put it bluntly, to just kind of feel sorry for ourselves. Right. It's not in any negative way. We all we all have the right to feel sorry for ourselves in, in right. some way, shape, or form. But um, you know, like you like you told me a while back, like when we first met, that God put it on your heart to tell me that mm-hmm. He's proud of me mm-hmm. and that He chose me. Mm-hmm for this like I've never stopped thinking about that mm-hmm. and it always comes to the surface of my yeah. mind it's always like but he chose you for this yeah. he chose you for this because I feel that he knew he would carry me um and that I know that I'm not worthy mm-hmm. of of his his grace and love but that it's a gift that he gives because he is good and because I have cast my cares upon him and we forget sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. I forgot today. I forgot for the past two weeks to cast my burdens on him. And as soon as this podcast is over, 
that's what I'm praying. Mm-hmm. I'm praying that prayer. And um, anytime there's a certainty in what Christ says, which is all the time, because he's always telling the truth, but like mm-hmm. whenever there's something that's just like, I'm telling you to do this, like we can trust that he means it. Whenever right. he says to do something specific, like he tells us, like I just read, I am gentle and humble in heart. Like, think about that. He's telling you he's gentle. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus Christ, the king of the universe, is gentle and humble and kind and wants to be there for you and for me and gives us very specific instructions to take his yoke upon us and learn from him and man that that is just so true like right he does take our burdens from us he doesn't to take doesn't take the situation away right but he gives you the strength to sustain and uh you know i'm i'm it's funny because i'm like talking myself (laughs) (laughs) no it's so good it's like i'm i'm you know, I don't want to say preaching, but for lack of a better word, it's like I'm preaching to myself. Right. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. And, um, but I think this is cool because I think people got to see firsthand from when I started, the way I was feeling when I started this podcast mm-hmm. to how I'm feeling now, I'm feeling encouraged. That's awesome. I'm feeling full of faith and mm. knowing that God loves me and that what did you say? Um, I misquoted it once and you corrected me again in a podcast I re-listened to about um, the sparrows in the sky. Oh. That he cares more for us than yeah, the sparrows. Yeah, the sparrows, something, something like that. I don't remember And then you, exactly. you had mentioned that you were waiting out front the hospital yeah. for a scan yep. and saw the birds flying by and yep. thought of that and how like they're well taken care of. And so like my fears aren't valid. Right. They're they're, and they're not of God. God doesn't want me to be afraid. Right. God wants me to be a light to the world. Yes. And in my daily life and my daily walk, and I'm a very, um, which is funny because I haven't always been this way, but I'm a very outgoing person. Mm-hmm. I go to the grocery store. I'm having conversations with everybody. Right. Like I'm that guy, like <laughs> I'm cracking jokes about what people have in their cart with them or whatever, you know, whatever. I'm just yeah, I, always yeah. putting myself out there being silly. And, um, those are the things that God wants us to do, not necessarily being silly with people, but like <laughs> engaging with people because I always end the conversations with like, God bless you. Yeah. And thanks, my brother. Like I just talk to people sincerely. I it's I feel like it's um a gift that God has given me of being sincere. Mm-hmm. And that's what God calls us to be to the world is right. a light calls us to be the salt of the earth. And uh, I can't do that when I'm living in fear and right. becoming, making myself recluse and afraid to bother people. And, you know, my buddy Chris mm-hmm. has been, I know I can call him. I know I can call him and say, hey, bro, like, dude, can we just talk for a little? We're from California. Yeah. Um, dude, can we, can we talk for a little bit? You know, would you mind? And he's made the invitation abundantly clear and he would listen to me. He would pray with me. And, uh, you know, 
those are the things that I need to do because when I'm in a funk, I have people that care. And um, Mm -hmm. more importantly, I have a father in heaven who really, really cares. And he's just waiting for me. I know. Mm -hmm. I'm just realizing this. He's just like waiting for me. He's like, well, when are you going to come talk to me about it? You know, right. Are you going to sit there and try to figure it out on your own? Mm-hmm. Are you going to come talk to me about it? And I mean, I talked to him about it, but not like I need to be. So mm-hmm. and any hooser. Here's a little acronym that I learned a long time ago about fear. False evidence appearing real is mm. what fear is. And it's true. It's like your mind goes to all these places. I mean, we see, yeah, a lot going on in the world with that. And like just all these things where people are just so fearful and I, fear is a tactic of the enemy too. If you mm-hmm. can get us to be fearful, like you were fearful to do the podcast because you're like, who's going to listen to me? I'm going through, but that was to stop you from doing. Oh, originally, you mean? Or tonight? no, like today, you know, okay, you're okay. just kind of like going through what you were feeling and like, how can I do a podcast when I have all of this? That was from the enemy to stop you from doing this, to stop you from other people being able to relate to you. You mm-hmm. know, like fear, it is definitely just your mind going down these paths of what if, and what if this, and what if this, and God doesn't want us to fear. He's not given us the spirit of fear, but the power, love, and sound mind, first Timothy Uh something. And (laughs) (laughs) that's how I quote something. We'll find it. But anyways, so it's good to be able to like get out of that fear and like shake it off, shake it off. (laughs) Let's me see. (laughs) That's what Wow. I know. <laughs> We're expecting Classic. That. Yeah. Just got to go on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. You got to go on YouTube so you can actually see like the whole like dance move with that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Anyways, I think we should wrap it on up. I think we've, uh, we've done a pretty good job keeping it real. And I want to encourage you guys to keep it real. Like share what's really going on with people. You can share with us, share with other people, you know, people care, like remember people care. Yeah. And one thing on fear that I, uh, I heard, I read like a study or something. I don't remember where I heard it, but this is factual. And actual- 90% of the things that you fear never happen. 90% 95. of the things you worry well, about. Is 95. it 95? That's how you just said 95. I said 90. Well, I wrote down 95, but I'm going to say 90. Okay. Maybe I said you, Wait, you said I'm tired. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> A lot of the things you a worry lot of about, percentage. A massive majority of the things you worry about never come I know. to fruition, never actually happen. Have you and ever? That's oh, crazy. Sorry. Like, have you ever had a conversation with someone in your head, like what you think it's going to go like, or like oh, whatever? Yeah. And then that's not even it. Like, that's how I live my life. <laughs> it's like all these conversations, like, and they're not even true. And like, have you ever taken the, uh, oh my gosh, I almost said, uh, Oh, wait, what are those contractions called when a woman's pregnant? The Braxton Hicks? Is that is Braxton that what it is? Hicks, yes. That's almost what I just said. Have you ever taken that Braxton Hicks study? That's not what I'm saying. What's that personality? Oh, which one? The Enneagram? Yeah, but it's called they, some... Or the one that some, has like the letters? I don't know. It's like called I'm something ENFP, though. that kind of one? Yeah, not that one, but... It's something Briggs. Meyer Briggs. Meyer Briggs. Meyer Briggs, not Braxton Hicks. <laughs> Have you taken the Braxton Hicks? Yeah, they're painful. Let me oh, tell you. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't say that. Well, I kind of did, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, I am a six. That's on Enneagram, that. right? 
whatever. I don't know. That's the Enneagram. I don't, yeah. I took it one time. I took them both and okay. I'm like a six. So it's let me, like, let me look it up. Yeah. Look it up. I'm, I'm a up. six with like, I think a two you, or something. Yeah. That's, that's an Enneagram. Okay. Whatever. Enneagram. Fancy pants. <laughs> it is. It's the Enneagram. Meyer brings us something else. You are the loyalist. Let's just do this really quick because we're, we are. So the loyalist, the committed, security, security oriented, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Well, I might take away the suspicious one. I mean, you look real Sus- suspicious. Not, not I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious of <laughs> others. <laughs> I was like, you're not really a suspicious looking person. Like, I'm not like, oh, that guy's suspicious. <laughs> so I heard it broken down before as like anything that could go wrong, I assume it will. Yes. Okay. That's what it's saying. It's saying blah, 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 blah. They're reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. Oh yeah. That's all true. Troubleshooters. (laughs) They foresee problems and foster cooperation, blah, 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 blah. They can also be defensive, evasive, and anxious running on stress while complaining about it. And you're not really complaining about it. I mean, not everything is going to be like, oh yeah, that's right on. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. They have problems with suspicion. That's what you were saying basic fear of being without support and guidance blah 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 but yeah that's interesting why are you blah blah blahing my personality <laughs> it's so long <laughs> i don't want to read every single one of these so let me just i'm just kidding while we're at it just for fun because we can do what we want on our podcast. yeah what is yours i know that one of them is a seven for sure it's a seven so let's go ahead and check that out the busy ver- variety seeking type spontaneous versatile acquisitive and scattered (laughs) some of those would be um true they are extroverted optimistic playful high-spirited and practical they can also misapply their many talents becoming overextended scattered and undisciplined they constantly seek new and exciting experiences but can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go they typically (laughs) they typically have problems with impatience Have you ever seen that? That's so true. Where are you? Why aren't you answering my text? Are you ready for the podcast? (laughs) Three minutes later. Seriously, are you ready for the podcast? Are you ready? Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe at their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. Mm -hmm. It's pretty, yeah. You know, it's a pretty interesting, I would encourage people if they haven't done it to do it what's that one called any enneagram the braxton hicks test (laughs) the braxton hicks yeah do your braxton hicks it's enneagram exercises you can take them uh, anywhere like like just go to enneagram like look it up on go go duck did i say it right duck duck like duck duck (laughs) have you ever played duck duck goose what's that (laughs) oh Oh gosh. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like maybe that's like how you know, duck 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 goose. Yeah, yes. You know? So yeah, it is actually really interesting and it does help you to understand other people if you know a little bit about their personalities and like it helps um, you understand yourself as well. Yourself too. Like I'm also number three, which is the achiever, definitely mm-hmm. success oriented adaptable, excelling, driven, blah, 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 blah. Basic fear of being worthless. Yeah, I can see that. Basic desire (laughs) (laughs) to feel valuable and worthwhile. They want to be affirmed. Yeah. Yeah. All the things. So I don't remember what it is. What is it too? I'm pretty sure that was the other one. Let's look it up. Why not? We're doing what we want. Yeah. We're We're keeping it real. We're keeping it real today. We're telling you 
or Braxton Hicks titles. <laughs> it's like classic. It's like some other classic things you've done on podcasts that are funny. Yeah, that you've edited out for me. <laughs> yep. Sorry, people, you don't know them. Okay. Um, well, that is not what that means. <laughs> I mentioned something at a podcast at one point and Michelle told me later um, what it meant mm-hmm. and I didn't believe her and we had mm-hmm. to edit it out because I was like, you are not leaving that. I it did not know that's what it meant. not something that should be in the podcast. So No, it was not. <laughs> so it's not. I didn't believe you. Remember? I'm like, no, it doesn't. You're wrong. Uh-huh. I looked it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, edit that out. Yep. Okay. The helper. And this could be you, the caring, interpersonal type, generous, yeah, demonstrative, people-pleasing, and yeah. possessive. I don't necessarily think possessive, but- I can't relate um, to that. Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They're friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, which you said you're not sentimental. Um, flattering and people-pleasing. They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. They typically have mm. problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs at their best. Now, possessiveness, as far as like, it's mine. Is that uh, what that means? It doesn't really say it. Unselfish. <clears throat> they have unconditional love, um, basic fear of being unwanted, unworthy and being loved, unworthy of being loved, basic desire to feel loved. Yeah key motivation wanting to be loved to express their feelings to others to be needed and appreciated to get others to respond to them to vindicate their claims about themselves so i'd say some of that's right on i yeah i'm pretty sure that's what it was i think it was a six and a two what do they call it like a wing Wing. yeah Yeah. i'm a seven wing three (laughs) yeah i'm so not it was like oh my gosh when i first heard the people talking about it i was like you guys are such dorks right (laughs) right and then you do it and you're like oh that's kind of interesting oh oh, that's pretty spot on actually you know what to help the listeners i'm gonna go ahead and put a link in the description where you can go ahead and take the enneagram test because i think you're gonna find it fascinating yeah and the best thing that somebody gave me as as advice is answer super honestly right don't answer what you want it to be answer what it really is like Mm -hmm. like don't say like oh yeah like I'd like to be that person so that's what I'm going to answer like really like search your heart and say Mm -hmm. like is this who I am you Mm -hmm. know and uh I find I found it very interesting because I did it once and I kind of just sped through it Mm -hmm. and I also was answering the questions for what I wanted to be the right. answer. <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, you, I would love to be that cheating. guy. Yeah. Yes. And then I, I went through it again and I answered more honestly and I absolutely got something far more accurate because I was like, that's not me. The first time I'm all, that's not me at all. Let's I'm all, do it again. Dumb. It doesn't even work. And then my buddy was like, take it again. He's all, but this time answer the way it's truthful like, and not yeah. just what you want mm-hmm. it to be, you know? Another um, helpful yeah one while we're on the subject of these tests uh, it's the braxton hicks no <laughs> close the love languages you know like finding out oh, your, yeah. your love languages because that can help you to know yourself better and to also be able to love people better because mm-hmm. we show love and we give love Wait, well, what are some the of the thing? examples <laughs> Just sit for we give love and we t- get love in two different ways okay sorry what examples of what oh what were some of the examples of the different love languages um well i can start with telling you what mine is quality time 
is like number one. So like, I feel like someone cares more when I actually like get quality time with them. Like that's Mm -hmm. huge. That's my number. Well, it's either that or um, words of affirmation. Those are like my top two. Like I feel good when people give me words of affirmation. Do you remember what yours are? Uh, well, yes, if you could, I know one of them was words, words of, of affirmation and acts of service, maybe. Was yeah, acts of one? service. Yeah, I couldn't mm-hmm. remember what the other one it was. Isn't another one like get, getting gifts? Gifts, gifts is one. That's of not them. mine, but that's yeah, me neither. One. Oh, um, physical touch. That's another. Oh one. yeah, yeah. And um, I think that was it, right? Wasn't there five? No, there was like seven or seven, eight. Huh? Five, five, seven. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I found that interesting too. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we so need- if you're looking for something to do to kill some time, download. Duck I will go put go a link to, oh, go yeah, to go, go duck. Go duck, 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 go. <laughs> Why can't I remember it? Go, go, duck, 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 go. I think it's, here's <laughs> oh why. <laughs> here's why. Because, you know, my family's big Oregon duck fans. And so I think oh. they'd be like, go, go, ducks. Like, okay, that makes sense. See? So in my mind, it's the natural order of the words. Yeah. And so duck yeah. to go doesn't work. Yeah. But anyways, I'll put a link to this totally love it. languages too test. Take it. It's good stuff. So let's, let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, wrap it up. How about you want to you pray for our listeners? Then I'll yeah, take it from there. All right, let's do it. Heavenly Father, I thank you for being a faithful, loving God that no matter what, we can just always come to you and you're always there for us. It's it's an incredible gift that we take for granted and don't understand. Like to think about you created everything. You're this heavenly, Mm -hmm. holy, massive, like just beautiful being and god of the universe and we can just speak to you whenever we want Mm -hmm. through the holy spirit and jesus christ and it's what a gift so i thank you Mm -hmm. for that and lord i pray that um our vulnerabilities and transparencies would speak to people and encourage people um to share their own Mm -hmm. grief with people and to be open and be vulnerable and see that it's okay that it's okay to, to talk openly about things and um, that we would all remember to search your word as we are struggling um, and that you would guide us all to the words that you want to speak to us. I thank you for this community of mm-hmm. wonderful, kind-hearted people that like care about us and tell us they're praying for us. It's really encouraging. Mm-hmm. And um I just pray that you would speak to them through us and that you would use us as vessels, unworthy vessels to um, proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and what he has Mm -hmm. the power to do. Um, We are incredibly grateful for your grace and for your love and for your faithfulness. And we honor you, Father, and we thank you for the incredible gifts that you give us on a daily basis, most of which we don't even see or recognize the breath in our lungs, the feelings that we have, even though sometimes it's sad that it's beautiful that we have feelings in our heart. Mm -hmm. So Lord, I thank you again and just want to praise your name, Jesus. 
And it's in his name that we pray to you, Father. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for listening today. I hope that this helped you to know it's okay to be real. And if you liked our podcast, we'd love it, love it if you give a little bing, <laughs> five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Also, if you want to um, give it a little review, that's always nice too. You can reach out to us um, at our email, which is widowed too soon m as in mark and michelle at gmail.com also you can find us our facebook page there's links below on instagram there's lots of ways to contact us and we'd love to hear from from you pray for you we always do get back to you if you send us a message so thank you so much for being here um if you would like to be a guest on our show you can send us an email or one of those ways and let us know. And we're looking for people that would like to share how God has helped them through their widow journey. So thanks again for joining us. And we look forward to talking to you again next time. All right. Bye. God bless you.